Whitney. Hello. <laughs> Did I scare you? Yeah, you got me. Okay, good. Here we are. <laughs> We're here. Me, Whitney, and the ghost that is haunting our podcast. Truly, we've had a rough couple weeks. Um, We have had so many technical difficulties to the point where people who we've been complaining about these technical difficulties to have been like, I don't know how you guys just haven't given up at this point. But we don't. Because we, we do it for you. We will not give up. And for ourselves. Yeah, mostly for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man. These past few weeks. <laughs> uh, the last two have been short just due to our life circumstances. Well, okay. One of the weeks, I think we talked about this, the one that's last week's episode, that, like, Wendy and I just, like, mentally could not do, like, a full podcast, which it ended up being, like, a full podcast, but, like, we were just exhausted. The one before then that I celebrate Valentine's Day, kind of, we don't know what happened in the recording process, but the audio just cut out and I had to cut out over like half of the podcast. I had a whole rant about Taylor Swift that did not see the light of day. Yeah, we went, we went so hard on that podcast. I was so proud. It genuinely was just Taylor Swift and then just like dead silence for 10 seconds. It's like, I think she, and then just dead silence for 10 (laughs) seconds. Like it's just, it was really bad i was so ready for everybody to fully understand the extent of which i love valentine's day and i hope that got communicated through everything that we had to cut out yeah it was not good i really had to like splice it all together but let's hope that doesn't happen again because i still don't have the brain capacity to deal with that (laughs) yeah i haven't yeah so on that note how's this week been um (laughs) since that chaotic night I laughed because I thought it was just me having a hard week last week and just, like, feeling really overwhelmed from school and life. And then I saw, like, on Twitter, someone was just like, so we all really felt that Mercury was, like, in retrograde and, like, we all had bad weeks. And I was like, wait, we all did? Oh, no, I saw that too. Oh, yeah. I think it's because I sent it to you and I was like, oh, this is a universal thing, not just a me thing. I know, because, like... for, for my Enneagram 5, I was like, ah, it's nice to know it wasn't just me. And then my four wing wants to be an individualist and just be like, actually, I want just me to be suffering right now and to get all the attention from it. I know. After last <laughs> week's podcast, I literally was like, hey, there's this vegan food truck in L.A. Oh, yeah. That just, here's the thing. Um, I don't like peanut butter, but they make this peanut butter milkshake that just I think about all the time. And so I was like, Kelly, you know what? We deserve it. Let's go drive to LA and grab this vegan food. Because it's like vegan fast food. Yeah. Oh. It was really good. My goodness. It genuinely, if you put, because we both got chicken strips. If you like gave that to me and was like, this is a chicken strip, eat it. I wouldn't <laughs> be able to tell. <laughs> Weirdly enough, if you listen to our Valentine's Day episode, something along that lines has happened to Kelly. If I had a nickel for every time someone has said, here's a chicken strip, eat it, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird. It's happened twice, right? You knew a Phineas and Ferb epi- Whoa, Phineas and Ferb reference was coming. Oh, I say that like a stupid amount. Truly. What are, what are things that we say a lot? I have realized that I say truly a lot and I think I need to be stopped. (laughs) Oh, Whitney and I, whenever we see each other, we like have a very specific pose that we Oh, we like stance up. Yeah. (laughs) And then like start creepily walking towards each other. And I mean like in public. Oh, we do this. Like we've literally been around friends that are just like, what the hell are you doing? Or like we would do it on campus and we're like, why don't boys talk to us? And we're like, this is probably why. Yeah. Or I quote that TikTok that's like, it's this dude with like shaggy hair, a Smith's t-shirt. He's putting a vinyl on and he just goes, gaslighting. That's a pretty big word, babe. Anyways, can you Venmo me like 375? And I was like, oh my God, I say that all the time. We say that. Um, What else do we say? I don't know if there's anything else. We'll figure it out. I'm pretty sure just like listening to the podcast after a while, you'll hear it. Probably. Probably. All right. So let's get on into it. <laughs> Let me find one my I don't think like, we had a single coherent thought in the last like five minutes. Well, here's the fun thing. <laughs> I don't think that's going to change. <laughs> that's just the podcast, baby. Um, it's called Out of the Void, as in we're still in it. 
Yeah. So, welcome to the void. Sometimes stuff gets lost in translation. But then again, you know between. what those moments where, like, you're all just so broken? <laughs> and then you get together with your friends and you just have some good laughs. Yeah, about, like, absolutely nothing. That's what this is. Yeah. Welcome. I hope you're having a yeah, good time. I was gonna say, I actually don't know if as a grad student you get a spring break. No, I do. Thoughts? That's literally what I wrote down. I just went spring break. I don't understand. Like, I know it's, like, a really big deal for, like, colleges. Okay, I can hear you drinking your water. I'm so sorry. I only drink water on Fridays (laughs) because Kelly has a built-in water thing to her fridge, and I hate refilling my Brita at my apartment. (laughs) So, literally, I only drink water on Fridays. like that like episode of spongebob where he like refuses to ask sandy for water and he's like dehydrating he's like water <laughs> literally my hydro flask is empty every other day of the week oh my god and then i come to kelly's and i fill her up yeah glad i hydrate you thank you um okay i know it's like a really big deal especially like kind of more on like the like florida area <laughs> like to like have a spring break like to the point where like colleges like talk to each other and schedule their spring breaks at different times to, like, reduce the amount of, like, just pure crime that happens, like, oh at God. these beaches and, like, just the excessive drinking and just, like, all the problems that come with that and, like, the schools just, like, trash the areas. So, like, they purposefully do their spring breaks at different times to give these places, like, a rest in between all the students coming there. I've never in my life have thought about spring break more than like a week in advance yeah truly like, what i'm gonna do during it like the one thing that we have done together during spring break was when we went to disneyland and i'm pretty sure we planned that like maybe two or three weeks in advance no for real it was a it's great just, day though even my oh that was that's one of my favorite memories to be honest it's one everything of those... just worked out for us like we don't for have once the, we don't have the best of luck any other time in our lives we used it all up during this disneyland trip yeah one we had one perfect day at disney and it's all been downhill since yeah, <laughs> kind of but even my mom i think thinks i'm boring because like she was saying she was like oh so like your dad can take a week off of work for um furlough time we love working at educational institutions right now and so they were my mom's like he can either take your spring break off so he can like hang out with you because of course i go like back home for spring break or like he'll take the week off after your graduation and she was like but do you have any spring break plans like i'm not gonna tell your dad to take it off if you have plans and i was like no no um sleep I mean, like i i I'm gonna say though not having if you have like really set plans to like go and do crazy things right now you're probably not a great person like we're oh, still yeah, in a true. pandemic but, like that's still mostly, in a pan we're still in a panorama <laughs> we're still in a panera bread um, yeah like it just I don't know I'm kind of like like if we want to go do something that's fine like if we want to go have a beach skate day yeah mostly i say we can go and do something because our school just like the way it's set up compared to like all the schools around us their spring break because the rest of the schools around us are like cal states and ucs we have just a drastically different spring break so like it's actually kind of nice because then like everything's empty when we want to go that's why our disneyland day was so good is because we went in the middle of a week during spring break and it was like completely empty um so like i'm thinking more like you know we are in a bubble and we're also not going when it's going to be like insanely crowded but like i don't know i'm just like if you're planning on like traveling or doing something when you know these places are going to be crowded you're just probably not a great person yeah no that's totally fair you can fight me on that if you want to but i'll win i my brain like totally blanked and i'm like wow this is at least for a while our last spring break not for me baby because after this we just enter the workforce Oh, yeah, but you as a teacher, that's great for you. Yeah. I realized the other day I'm never not going to be in school until, like, I literally retire. Because I've been that's in amazing. school since I was, like, what time, wait, when do you start school? Like, three, four? I think it's, like, five, honestly. Anywhere from three to five you start you school. You can tell that, like, we're not parents. Um, Somewhere around that. Yeah, thank God. When I, like, started school, and then I went straight through to college and then I graduated college did my master's and then I'm gonna do my credentialing after that and I'm gonna get hired as a teacher so like I literally just have never not been on a school schedule but hey it's a good schedule I'm a little scared I'm almost a little scared to not have a school schedule anymore but I'm also very ready because my body is tired I will say 
I will say, being out of school, you realize how chaotic undergrad is. Like, my master's, I has a tiny bit more, like, I still have, like, night classes, so, like, my nights are kind of taken up, but, like, when I was, like, working basically full-time, almost full-time during the summer, like, you have so much free time when you're, like, working just a full-time job, like, you have a once you get off and weekends, those are yours. I know, I'm so ready for that. Like, it's... I did not realize till after graduating, like, how much time I have now to just, like, have a set schedule. Like, I start work at the same time every day. I get up and work out at the same time every day. I do, like, the same thing on the weekends. And, like, it's so much more mentally healthy for you. Yeah, I'm literally sitting here with my brain fried. So, that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, don't worry. You got, like, two months of this. Although, my theory is, is that they overwork you in undergrad so that you come out of college being grateful for the workforce instead of realizing that it has its own problems. True. And you're still overworked. It's always a trap. Anyways, on that note... So, um... that's so much fun. Um, I am so ready to just let my brain melt. I read about this and as soon as I read this I said Kelly and I would be so hilarious if we discussed this I'm been thinking about it all day I'm very excited so here's the thing Kelly and I are pretty well versed in things like we both love reading we both love film we keep up we read the classics I have a degree and a half in reading exactly so I'm like this is gonna be fun we're going I'm gonna name some books and movies that I have not seen and I'm assuming you have not seen. And okay. we're going to try to figure out if we, like, we're going to try to guess what the plot is. Okay, that's fair. And we're going to see if we can figure this out. And then okay. I will look up the IMDb synopsis okay. after and we'll just, we'll see. Or, okay. like, if you've seen these, you can prove us wrong. When you, like, text or, like, sent me this, like, what we're going to be talking about, um... I thought we were choosing the film or the books because there's a lot of things I should have seen by now that I haven't. Um, and I was like, this is going to be interesting. But your version sounds a lot more fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be, like, joking. Okay. Like, this is not a roast as in, like, Kelly and I aren't real film lovers or something. This is just, like, I haven't read this, and here's what I think would happen in my okay. ideal world. <laughs> okay, awesome. I'm so go. pumped. I'm ready. All right, first one. And if you've seen this, actually, this is, I'm gonna. It's gonna change my perception of you a little bit. What actually is the movie Boss Baby about? Oh, I think I've actually I've seen part of it. Like all I know is it's this little animated baby voiced by Alec Baldwin, and yeah. it's called Boss Baby, and he wears a little suit. Yeah. What's the plot of that, and how did I, it get through well, so many stages I, into I being think- made? No, no, no. I think I actually know what the plot is, but, like, is that going to just ruin it? Okay, then let me tell you what I think okay, the plot yeah, is. Okay, you tell me what the plot is, and then I'll say what I think the plot is, and then we'll see if either of us are correct. Yeah, because I have actually no clue what goes on in that film, and I don't care to. Yeah, that's fair. Um, So, I think somehow this little baby is born with superhuman abilities that they never explain, as in he can talk and is cognizant and has the voice of Alec Baldwin. And then he's, like, all smart and wears a little tux and starts, like, like, I don't even know, like, starting his own baby empire or something, but the parents don't know, but the older son knows. And then, like, the tension is between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And then... The older, I don't know, maybe the older son is like, oh, I'm going to tell mom and dad that you you are Alec Baldwin and that you wear a little suit and, like, run a business. He, like, peels his face off and it's just Alec Baldwin. And sometimes I'm like, is it that Alec Baldwin baby speaks as Alec Baldwin, but the parents hear him as a baby? Or does he fake being a baby around the parents? That's one of the things I'm actually uh, curious about. Yeah, we about you know, it's it. like the silver bell in the Polar Express. Like, is it that the parents just can't pick up on it? Or, like, is he faking? If you believe your baby is a boss baby, <laughs> he, then you'll hear their real voice. <laughs> you will see their little tuxes. <laughs> you will hear Alec Baldwin come out of your child. Your child. Ew. <laughs> Um, okay, well, from what I think I remember is it's actually very close to, like, what you talked about, but I think it's, like, a babysitter that's, like, trying to, like, reveal his, like, he's, like, actually, like, a businessman, which, like, I'll, okay, um, and then I do think he does have to hide his voice from his parents, because I remember this, like, really distinct scene, I think, maybe I just, like, dreamed it, but, like, (laughs) it's... 
Well, like, the kid's, like, fighting with a dog, I think, and then, like, the parents walk by and think that they hear him talking and, like, come back. And the baby? Like, yeah. The baby's fighting with a dog? Yeah, the baby's fighting with a dog. Okay. I think. Continue. That just sounds like bad know. parenting, we're gonna, but... we're gonna upset the boss baby fandom. That... <laughs> you, I you really... Do you think there's boss baby, like, fan fiction? I'm gonna really hope not. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, my God. Boss baby... You're gonna get you're gonna get like flagged. Boss, <laughs> there's no way that's okay. Oh, there is. Boss no. baby stories. What pad? <gasps> oh, these no, are bad. these are really bad. I'm not reading. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI is gonna come break into your house. Oh no. I love getting emails, like, from the school that are, like, really academic at the same time I'm looking up Boss Baby fan fiction. You know? Yeah. I'll have, like, Canvas, like, with my grades open. Boss Baby Bizarre Adventure. No. After many insane adventures in the baby court field, team things... What? That's not English. Team things <laughs> seem to be cooling down at Baby Corp. But baby Corp? Boss Baby... Boss Baby's strange life takes an even stranger turn when he finds out he's a, what, a Joe star? What? He's what? the Joker. Why is this tagged to blood? Uh, no. <laughs> we have opened up a portal we cannot climb back out of. <laughs> Table of contents betrayal question mark? No. <laughs> Kelly, put your phone, put your phone down. Put your phone down. I'm so serious. <laughs> Kelly's actually crying. Put the phone down. It is getting confiscated. I can't wait to open up my phone and it's just possibly you, man. <laughs> can you imagine I have to go to like Starbucks or something and they're like, can I scan your card? I'm like, yeah, hold up. And I like do like the face scan and I open it and it's just possibly fan, fan fiction. They're like, actually, we're closed. <laughs> like nine one one. They just pour your drink out on like Ew. in the street. Um, that was an adventure. Tell us what the movie actually is about. Oh yeah, let me look it up. You're right. That was a part of the whole thing. Hey Siri. What is the? Here, wait. I got it. I got it. What is the movie Boss Baby about? Oh. oh wait! Oh, the boss baby. I found it! I found it! So it's called oh, okay, okay. the boss baby. I'm so sorry. So sorry. I miss. I misspoke. It's called the boss baby. The boss baby. Um, and it says a suit wearing, briefcase carrying baby, heck yeah, pairs up with his seven year old brother to stop the dastardly plot of the CEO of Puppy Co. Well, okay, <gasps> no, Steve Buscemi is in this film. <laughs> I didn't see him in the fan fiction. Toby Maguire is the narrator. Capitalism breeds innovation. And then Lisa Kudrow and Jimmy Kimmel are the parents. Sometimes I'm like, I cannot believe celebrities do these things. Like, how okay, could you? Like, Loki, if I could just like pretend to be a baby for like three weeks and get paid like millions of dollars, I would do it. I was going to make a comment, but I, I'm not going to. <laughs> We're going to cut that. We're going to cut that out. I'm going to get some strange DMs. I know. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Can we discuss when we ruined one of our friends' Instagrams in high school? mistake buddy went crazy also she like hated taylor swift and i put taylor swift's number one fan and then she got grounded and her phone taken away for like three months so that was just her bio for like three months she was really mad when she found out anyways dang okay next book you may have actually well 
the okay, boss well, baby we was. Just, book. Yeah, we don't know what boss baby's about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the description it gave, so that's well, just I knew it. There was a dog in it. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't wrong. So we've seen the film. We're experts. Okay. okay. Um, I have not read this book. Maybe you have. I can't remember if you were in this class with my roommate. All I know about this book is just the commentary I got from my roommate, which is insane. What book is it? I have never read Moby Dick. Oh, me neither. Nor do I plan to. <laughs> yeah, I, I read The Old Man in the Sea, and I think it's the same Wait, part. which one is Hemingway and which one is Melville? Uh, Melville's Moby Dick. Um, Hemingway is old man in the sea. Okay, because see, part, I didn't know that for a while, and I thought Hemingway wrote Moby Dick, and I was like, well, I don't I mean, want to read. as well. That man just really goes on for forever and, like, yeah. doesn't shut up. Normalize telling Hemingway to shut up 2021. Normalize? Let's forget Hemingway existed. Yeah, honestly, we just, didn't he win, like, a, I almost said a, a Grammy for, like, oh my god, <laughs> best rap album? <laughs> That was not correct. What did Hamming? What was like the big Hammingway? <laughs> Nobel, Nobel or Pulitzer. One of them. He won one of them, and I think we should take him back. <laughs> this man is fully dead, and we're like revoked. No, imagine getting a Pulitzer, and then after you've been dead for like a hundred years, they revoke it. Well, let's really think this through. If we were gonna revoke big prizes like that on the basis of, like, sexism, no one <laughs> would have these prizes anymore. Yeah, let's just cut them off and start new. Yeah, let's just... Yeah, you know what? The... Okay, well, we gotta talk about what Moby Dick's about. I know that that's a whale. where Starbucks gets his name. It's literally... I'm pretty sure it's the same plot of The Old Man in the Sea, where, like, this whale, like, killed someone... And then this captain's like, I'm going to kill the whale. And I'm like, it's a whale, dude. Like, chill. Like, the whale did not give that much thought to killing your friend. <laughs> um, and, no, like, it, he's that he spends his whole life just trying to kill this whale. And it's supposed to be, like, man versus nature. And I'm just like, men need to stop fighting nature. Like, you just, you can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it. I feel like most people have just come to accept that the normalize, world is the way as it is. Normalize that telling men correct. that they can't fight nature 2021. I just, from what Lexi would tell me all the time, because she had to read it, she was like, there's a lot of, like, cuddling in this book. <laughs> the man and the whale? <laughs> no, just, like, all the men on the ship. Oh. And I was like, I... <laughs> Cuddles Wait. platonically. <laughs> Just a couple of guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Cuddling. Hunting whales. Being mobies. What does it mean when your guy friend asks to cuddle and hunt a whale? In the middle of a whaling ship. To avenge your friend. Wait, was the whale named Moby Dick or is the man named Moby Dick? No. Okay, you're right. Well, we've never read it, so we're not. We're asking no. the wrong people here. At the very end, what is like the um? Oh my gosh, is it like one of the Marvel movies? That, like at the very end, they like say the name of the like Marvel movie. <laughs> no, it's like in Suicide Squad when <laughs> Will Smith is like, it's like we're some kind of Suicide Squad. Like the whale is like jumping out of the water. He's like, that's like some kind of Moby Dick. <laughs> That is um, not going to... Oh, hey, yeah. Siri. You take this one. Hey, Siri. Um, what is Moby Dick about? Which one? Awesome. That... Which one? Moby Dick, 2010. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of adaptions. Let's do the one that was written in... Oh, this is a movie. Whoa. Okay. Okay. She's talking too much. Hey, Siri. Yeah? What is the book Moby Dick about? Nice, nice. Here's an answer from wikipedia.org. Moby Dick is an 1851 novel by Herman Melville that describes the voyage of the whale ship Pequod, led by Captain Ahab, who leads his crew on a hunt for the whale Moby Dick. Oh, so it is the whale. Oh, the whale is Moby Dick. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Thank you, Siri. If you were just going to kill it, I don't really know why you would name it. I don't know. 
You're going to get attached. I know. It's like his pet at the end. Oh. See, if somebody other than one of these awful white men authors wrote it, I bet that's how it would end. See, okay, you know how there like, would be people, reconciliation. You know how people like purposefully name like really small pets like really big names because they think it's like cute and funny. Like you name like your dog like your little tiny chihuahua like Leviathan or something. Oh heck yeah! Why has no one gotten a goldfish named it Moby Dick? Like that's kind of funny. That's so cute. If you have a goldfish that's nameless, name him Moby Dick. I had. We had koi for a while, which was a bad choice, because we kept him in a tank and not a pond. Oh Once they got big, we gave them to our neighbor, okay. who had a full pond. Yeah, because koi fish are huge, and they live for forever. Yeah, well, they actually don't, because mine died. It was bullied to death by the other fish. That is not a joke. They would bully him. They would run into him and push him into the glass, and then he lost his flippers, and then he couldn't swim oh. right, and then he died. Fly high, cutie. Fly, <laughs> fly high, cutie. Goldie, her name was Goldie. Fly high, Goldie. Wyatt had a koi too. He was very small, and his name was Marble. And it looked like he didn't have any eyes because they were all white because he was blind. And so he literally spent his day going back and forth, hitting the glass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, isn't that just existence? <laughs> Okay, but, like, the sad thing is, is that, like, I'm just at a point in life where I kind of, like, envy that. Like, I wish I had just, like, zero consciousness. It was just a blind fish bumping back and forth inside of a tank. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, I would like to be the golden retriever that lives with, like, a rich white family in West Virginia with, like, a white picket fence and crunchy leaves in the fall. Sometimes I just look at my dog and I'm very jealous because her only existence is to just eat and, like, sit there. It's nice. Yeah, it must be nice. Okay, I'm going to switch things up because I think this is going to be funny. Okay. Um, so I said films and books, but I think we should throw a TV show in there. Okay. Because I feel very behind and I think this is funny. So okay. we're just going to roll with it. Um, how much do you know about The Queen's Gambit? Oh, nothing. Oh, me either. All I know is oh, perfect. Anya Taylor-Joy being gorgeous yeah. and chess. Yeah. No, my dad and I were, because I think my dad like saw it on Netflix. Like he saw like the, the screen of it. And I had mentioned it one time at, like, breakfast with my parents, and I was like, oh, yeah, that, like, weird-looking girl is in it. And my mom was like, that is not nice. And I was like, no, like, she's gorgeous. She just has, like, a very interesting look to her. And my dad, like, backed me up. He's like, yeah, he's like, she's odd-looking, but, like, she's an incredible actress. And, that's like, what works. Yeah. Like, I don't mean odd-looking in, like, a bad way. Like, she's genuinely, like gorgeous and just like i look at her face because she looks different slight tangent i really hate that some words have been given a negative connotation because yeah. i feel like nobody would ever call me odd because they would be like oh that's rude yeah. but i would love if somebody was like kindly just like you're just you're odd i'd be yeah. like thank you oh i got called i, I didn't say that i got called that in eighth grade at oh, a camp yeah. um i was with a friend and she had a crush on one of the camp counselors, like everyone nice. did. He was nice. he was cute. Um, and I was just being myself, which apparently is weird. Oh, he didn't call me old. He called me just straight up weird. And like he told my friend, he was like, "Oh, you must be like the cool one." And then I said something, and he's like, "You're the weird one, aren't you?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't think it was cute." And I think he meant it. No, cool. no, I meant like that's awful that he did that to little Kelly. Yeah. I mean, it didn't have any impact. I'm still the same. <laughs> I hope you, I hope your life sucks. Whoever said that to Kelly, his na- his uh, camp name was Checkers. I hope your life sucks, Checkers. <laughs> Thank you. That's <laughs> what so you get for calling my friend weird before I even knew her. <laughs> when he's gonna go back in time and fight him? Oh my God! Yeah, somebody's like, "Hey, you can have one go in this time machine. Use it wisely." <laughs> and I'm like, like "I'm coming for you. you. I'm coming for you, Checkers." <laughs> Forget fixing any major historical tragedies. I'm coming for you. <laughs> People on the Titanic were just like, what? Okay, you know what? What could I do, Kelly? What could I, a single I person, go do? Go back in time and say, maybe don't. Like, don't go. Or to be, I don't know. Go back in time and be like, I don't iceberg okay see my brain went to like i get dropped in the middle of the tragedy as it's happening and i was like i don't know what you think i could do in that situation people that like kept playing music as the ship went down yeah that would be you i feel yeah anyways so besides anna taylor joy just being beautiful actually if i had a time machine i'd go back before covid and just be like don't get sick that was bad we're gonna cut that out (laughs) 
I mean, that's kind of good advice. <clears throat> like, you right. Okay, just for, like, reference, that's not my, like, back breaking. This is, like, the chair. Every time I move, yeah. it makes, like, a really loud popping sound. I... Although my back does make a noise very similar to that. Sometimes my hip pops real loud. Oh, me too. And I'm like, oh. Okay, but it feels really good, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels really good. I strive every day to go back to our Algebra 2 classroom because I had the best chair your back's on. What? Oh, wait, Algebra 2? Yeah. In high school. I never took Algebra 2. Yeah, you did. I took Algebra 1, Geometry. Algebra 2. No, I took Pre-Calc. No, you, th- you took Pre-Calc after that. We were in that class together, Whitney. Who taught it? Mrs. Sinner. Is that the one where I got in trouble? For what? For when I was talking to Ivan about pregnancy. No, that was Pre-Calc. Okay, because that I got in trouble for that one. Okay, okay never mind. Good. We're fine. Okay. Um. Do you not... Never mind. I was gonna say, do you, don't you remember all the math songs she used to teach us? I remember when she, none of us wanted to do anything, and so she would have us watch that math yeah. TV show. That's how I learned that no one can be truly random in killing other people. There will always be a pattern to the way that they kill people. True. In case y'all are planning something, you can never be truly random. You will be caught. Facts. Straight facts. Yeah. Life advice, Kelly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that we have the Queen's Gambit figured out. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Queen's Gambit. I just know how to do a chess, and she's, like, really smart, and she looks up on the ceiling, and they have, like, Microsoft, like, 2013 little, like, graphics spinning around, <laughs> it's, like, checkers for chess. Chess! <laughs> My brain is broken in the exact opposite way it was last week. Like, I was just so tired, I couldn't make a coherent thought, and this week I have so much energy, I can't make a coherent thought. See? We, we were reversed. Last week, after getting in a car crash, my adrenaline was through the roof. And, like, right now, it's, like, I have to consciously think to, like, move my head. Like, that's how tired I am. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the way she moved her head. I have to be like, no, look at Kelly when you speak to her. <laughs> it looked like a really bad, like, game graphic. Like, you know when, like, they would turn to, like look at another character and the body would turn and the head would like snap over yeah that's what you looked like right now thank you oh and then um everyone's clicked Thomas... off of this podcast by now hey you know what i really don't blame that's you fine. we're very 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 poorly explaining the queen's gambit which <laughs> none of us have seen all i know is thomas brody sangster is in it too i feel like you just made up that name who is that um he was the kid in love actually i haven't seen that he, like, he, I have been told it's a condition, so I have stopped making fun of him for it, but, like, he just looks very young. Oh, is he the voice of Ferb? Yeah, yeah, Ferb? yeah. Oh, my God. I'm gonna meet this guy one day, and he's gonna have done, like, amazing things, and I'm just gonna be like, oh, my gosh, you're Ferb from Phineas and Ferb. What are you looking at? No, that just really broke me. That just oh. really broke me that that's what you knew him from. Yeah. But he's in that show, and he, like, he looks real good. Yeah, he he's the one that he looks like he's permanently 12. Yeah. But again, I made a joke about it, and then my roommate kindly explained to me that he has, like, a condition, no, I guess. I didn't know that. And I was like, oh. It's okay. He's he's very handsome, though. No, yeah, he's a handsome guy. I'm not, like, making fun of yeah. him. I was, he, just, he looks very, he looks young. You saying you were going to meet him in real life, though? One, that would be awesome. I think you two would be a cute couple. Two. Oh. Whitney's been trying to set me up with a lot of weird guys this week. Yeah. She said me and um, Young Gravy would be good together. Oh, I shipped that so hard. She said it's because he would write a rap and somehow work in my Ford Fiesta. Because his lyrics are like, you mean, you're talking about Tracy? Tracy Tracy with the Honda? And I'm like, "Uh, Kelly with the Ford Fiesta? Stick shift? Crank windows? I just, the vibes are there. And I have such a fat crush on Jack Harlow right now that I'm like, we could have such fun double dates. <laughs> I don't think either of those men would want to take us on double dates, but like, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. If oh you're listening, gosh. hit us up. Because, yep, yes. DM us Please. on Out of the Void podcast. Please. 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 But um, I was going to say, you saying you were going to meet Thomas Brody Sangster. That. Well, I guess we're just putting that out in the universe now. Yeah. Um, I met up with my cousin who lives in the, like, Arcadia area. Mm-hmm. And so I met up with her because we hadn't talked in a while. 
and we were just hanging around in that general Arcadia Pasadena area. And um What? I saw Jack Black for the second time in my Shut life. Shut up. I'm so Shut not up. kidding. Wait, is that like one of her neighbors? No. Oh. It was like in the general giant downtown oh, okay. area, which made sense. I but love Jack Black. So I love Jack Black so, so much. This is a whole nother story for a different day where we were talk we will talk about weird yeah. college experiences. I had to go on a field trip in college to That's the pretty- to the Broad Art Museum yeah. in LA and I saw Jack Black there. He walked by me and was let in early because they were like, Oh, you're Jack Black, come on in. And he was with his oldest son. Yeah. So the only reason I even recognized Jack Black, to be honest, is because I somehow recognized his like son again, because he was with his sons. I was like, I feel like I've seen that kid before. And then I looked and I was like, that is Jack Black. So that is Jack Black's son. I grew up, I have seen School of Rock, like, how old am I? I'm 21. I've seen it at least, like, once a year since it came out in, like, 2006, I think. It makes me think of you. It's one of the movies where I'm like, So, I can't do math that quickly, but, like, however many numbers that is. I've seen it at least once a year. I've seen it, like, I've seen it so many times. I've easily seen it over, like, over 20 times. I can quote the whole movie. It's my feel-good movie. As soon as, like, everything, like, went down with the pandemic with, like, school ending and, like, everything and me and my parents were like in just bummed like we were like cool we have to stay home now we don't know what the future looks like that was the first thing we did is we were like we're gonna have a movie night and just watch school of rock because like it puts us in such a good mood it is so like genuinely if i met him i would be like dude you actually kind of shaped my childhood and also like i learned music because i genuinely love this movie so much like it is just a huge comfort. He's still. such a cool person. I would have said something, but he was with his two sons, like uh, young sons. And I was like, like, that's a line I don't want to cross. I would have truly been devastated because like someone asked one of the kids that was in the movie, they asked them if like, you know, was he like a creepy uncle or like the cool like uncle, I guess. Like bro uncle. Yeah. And they said that he was, like, the cool uncle. Like, he genuinely is just a kind person and, like, yeah. cared about all the kids. And, like, he's just a good person. Like, he's not problematic. I would have been so devastated if it came out that he was, like, creepy or, like, weird on that movie. So, like, it really brings me a lot of comfort that, like, through and through, it's a wholesome movie. Yeah, truly. Yeah, so. That was well, a wild apparently experience. I just need to keep being friends with you and eventually I'll meet you. Yeah, this is twice, ladies and gentlemen. What? He has to be kind of around that area, though. Yeah, because I've seen like, him now like, in like L.A. Now and then now in, like, Pasadena. Yeah. So. That's, like, really funny. Is really A lot of people don't realize, like, not a lot of celebrities, like, live in L.A. Like, a lot of influencers live in L.A., but, like, a lot <laughs> of, like, other, like, who you'd consider famous people live in the outskirts of it because they don't want to live in L.A. Yeah. Because, like, that's where everybody goes to find you. So, like, why would you do that? And it's just so funny because I think people think when you live around L.A., you see celebrities all the time. You don't. You really do not. I think I've heard more people having, like, celebrity sightings out. Like, it's still in L.A. County, but, like, in the general, like, vicinity around it. Again, I feel like it's different for influencers because they just think L.A. is the only place to live. And so they just, like gather there yeah i was gonna almost take back what i said and say that was that one time david dobrik physically hit me in an airport separate like celebrities and influencers because influencers i feel like are very heavy in the la area and they're just a different breed if they could just not exist that would be fantastic that's true the only like influencer i'm fine with is emma chamberlain but i was okay i was we are on the same wavelength i was gonna say i feel like she has elevated herself to an actual like celebrity Mm. like Almost, like, to the degree of, like, you know, like, being on Cosmopolitan. Yeah, that's true. Having her own coffee company. Like, she's not just being an influencer anymore. Like, she's doing stuff. Yeah, like, I feel like she just doesn't rely on, like, I'm a YouTuber to, like, do something. Like, she actually, like, made her own business and is, like... And she seems chill. The, um, she's also the... I don't... Not the, like, CEO, but she is the brand, brand ambassador. I think that's the official term for Bad Habit... And, like, she's done a couple of other things. Yeah. So I'm just, like, she's actually, like, proven herself to be something other than someone who's just, like, follow me around for a day in my life. And then we give them millions of dollars for doing that. I hate that I find, like, follow me around for a day vlogs, like, so entertaining. I don't know why. I think it's because 
like, I would be kind of, like, iffy on them, like, before the pandemic, but I've been, like, watching them excessively during the pandemic, and I think it's just because, like, you don't see people, so it feels like you're just hanging out with someone safely that I've been, like, watching them a lot. Mm-hmm. Which maybe, I don't know, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know how I got on that tangent, but... Yeah, me either. Well, that was fun. We hit up one film, one book, one TV show. Yay! So... We're obviously experts on all of those. So just because I feel like whether on purpose or not, that was probably not grammatically correct. It's hurting so bad. Can you tell by the way I'm sitting right now? Yeah, you literally look like a snail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it hurts. Like a cutie one, but like girl. (laughs) It's okay. I'm on the floor leaning on a couch and a chair, but sitting on the floor, so I can't really say anything. I mean, it's like it's a vibe for sure. Yeah. But, um... We'll remember this when we're famous one day. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... No, we're gonna, we're gonna manifest that. We will be famous one day. You know what? It's no, that no, kind no, of no, day. No, 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 I'm taking that back. I don't want to be famous. Our podcast will be famous one day. We will reach people. We'll touch them. Okay. <laughs> um, so I feel like, whether on purpose or not, we have, like slightly touched on more serious things each podcast just so people know this really is not just us messing around like we think we have a purpose and so this came to mind and I just think this is good because like everything else we can give a serious answer and we can give a joking answer what are some like miss (laughs) there's something in my throat wait let me drink some water you trigger warning um slurping um kelly's got that good fridge water um so i said misconceptions we all have them what are some of ours and so what's like a serious misconception you came to find you had and how has that changed now that you realized and then what's like a ridiculous misconception you've had because i have thousands of those (laughs) i think i need the definition of what misconception like as in you were like Like, it's like you thought something meant something or was something and then it was not. Oh, like, I have a really funny one. Like, if I just assumed that you were a very boring person because you just, like, read classic literature, that would be a misconception. Because oh, you're okay, not a boring okay. person at all. I just made that judgment call based on, like, a hobby of yours. Okay. Um, so it can be about a person, oh, a thing. okay. I think a misconception that I had... Um, I'm going to tell my funny one, because that one's actually really good. Yes. I <laughs> I told Whitney, and I told her mom this, because her mom does taxes, and she thought it was really funny. I grew up, and I would always hear about, like, 401ks and how they're for retirement. I thought that that meant that someone calculated out that to retire and live comfortably, you needed $401,000. That's where the K comes in. Nice. Um, that you needed to save up. Some people are like, oh, they're starting their 401k. I'm like, all right, they got $401,000 to save up. Um, that's the tax code. I didn't yep. know that until, which I mean, like, that, it's not something you just, like, ask your parent at, like, 12. Yeah. Um, like, the fact that I even knew what a 401k was, like, that young, it's impressive. But, like, I didn't know until I was in, um, I was in a class that was for, if you were getting a liberal arts degree, you could take dumb math, which is basically, like, math for the real world, if you couldn't get into college algebra which was me yeah. and the professor said this in class and he was like oh the tax code 401k and i had that moment have you seen the video of britney spears realizing that ryan seacrest isn't gay and she's like processing it and then she kind of like smiles and starts laughing do you know what i'm talking about yes sorry i'm texting my mom back okay. um i it literally was that exact moment i was like looking around so confused and then it hit me like how i had gotten that wrong and i just started laughing we love it your mom thought it was cute. Oh, yeah. My mom loves you. Yeah. I don't think you could do anything wrong in my mom's eyes. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So if you have something that needs, that like your mom would be disappointed in, have me do it. Yeah. <laughs> you right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me see. Should I give my ridiculous one or should I give like a serious one? I don't care. <laughs> you know, that's so fair. <laughs> that is so fair. I guess I don't either. Um, well, let's ask the audience. I'm kidding. We can't hear you guys. <laughs> um, 
Oh, you know what? This might be my most recent one. And this is... You know what? I'm going to defend myself a little bit before I say this so I don't get backlash. I... Everybody has stupid thoughts, okay? And sometimes I think people think I'm, like, extra dumb just because I will say... I am confident in the actual knowledge and intelligence I have, and so I don't mind saying things that may or may not be stupid out loud and just, you know? So, like, I don't know. I will share the things that may or may not be correct and then learn from it. So, I was watching a movie last semester with our friend Jonathan, and another friend from college was over, and then my roommate Lexi, and I don't know how we got on the topic of Canada, but we were talking about Canada, and we were talking about maple syrup. I think I might have brought up pancakes, because I do that often, because I love pancakes, um, and I made the comment about harvesting maple leaves to help make the syrup, and I was promptly told that maple leaves have nothing to do with syrup. They do not go into the syrup whatsoever apparently it is directly harvested from the tree trunk or something you like stick something into the tree trunk and then it like drips out i only know because i read about it like in like a book in like fifth grade yeah see um i don't think that's like that's not too dumb but they i was i was like why i was like why would they put the maple leaf everywhere if it wasn't if it wasn't necessary for their most important import because of the tree yeah yeah well anyways maple leaves don't go into maple syrup Um, they could. A misconception that I had. I don't know. This is, like, not super serious, but, like... Well, it doesn't have to be. It's, like, hard. I think, um... Oh, enjoying something just for the fun of it is so much... Enjoying something for the fun of it makes you a much more intelligent person than being someone that just consumes stuff that you think makes you intelligent. Let me explain. After read a book for one of my classes, the person, it's a memoir, the person basically thinks that if you are doing anything besides consuming just purely intellectual material, so like philosophy, physics, that kind of stuff, you're stupid. And mm. I'm just like, girl, I'm in a master's of English class. I'm taking, or mass, what? I'm in... I can't yeah. speak. <laughs> She's just sitting there like, I'm right. Um, <laughs> I am in a master's of English program right now. I know how to read and write. I know how to critically analyze stuff. Um, the only thing that has gotten me through this semester has been RuPaul's Drag Race and the fact that iCarly was put on Netflix. Because, oh. and that doesn't make me a dumb person for consuming those things. And the fact that I can, like balance like intellectual things with all the also with also Uh things that are just like fun like I am still a smart person like that doesn't make me a dumb person like if anything like if you cling that much to like the image of being intelligent I don't think you really are or it's like if you do nothing but read that sort of stuff and delve into that sort of stuff and spend no time giving your brain a break, either you're miserable or you make everyone around you miserable. No, that's what it is. Like, that's what's driving me crazy. It's like, I get this person's, like, strive for knowledge because I, I'm like that. Like, I genuinely really enjoy learning. But it's like, she has zero self-awareness about how she's, like, so rude to the people around her. And I'm like, you're not alone because you're this, like, intellectual being that like sits above everyone else you're alone because people are miserable around you like because there's no way to relate to you like and I think there are some people that just genuinely do really like intellectually stimulating stuff and that's also their enjoyment which is totally fine but bashing on people that also just enjoy like silly things for fun is not the move either or it's just like like Sometimes you just need to be around people and have a good laugh and have a good time and not use your brain. I'm like, I don't want to hear about Camus and the myth of Sisyphus. I want to know if you agree that goldfish are Republican and Cheez-Its are Democrats. Yeah, that is what means something to me. Yeah. I'm well, like... Yeah, or even just like, here's the thing. I'm not a sports person, never been a sports person, but also just like, I don't know. It's something that's harmless and it like makes people happy and it gives them something to like celebrate and have people over and be social don't do it during a pandemic don't do it if i lose my master's graduation because of tom brady i'm gonna end his career myself but um, what's your plan on doing that i don't know we'll figure it out we'll figure it out live on the pod okay Um, for legal reasons that was a joke (laughs) 
like Tom Brady's <laughs> publicist, please don't actually come for us. Yeah. But, um, just, yeah, like, I'm not a sports person, but I'm also just, like, I understand how people can enjoy this. I'm just not one of those people. Like, that's nice. fine. That's fine. It's okay to just let people enjoy things that they like. And you can be smart and just purely enjoy stuff as well. Yeah. Sometimes stuff is just made to be entertaining. And that's okay. Yeah. That's why I, like, have been better about being mean to people who are, like, real into, like, Marvel and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, they're well made. And I understand that you find them entertaining and find comfort in them. Yeah. Nice. Or just, like, after finishing undergrad for Christmas break, I literally just, like, binge-watched two whole seasons of America's Next Top Model because my brain just needed a break, and that was how I was going to have a break. And, like, it was so fun. I had such a fun time watching it, and it was just (laughs) stupid and just enjoyment, just pure entertainment. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, those things are really okay, believe it or not. Just so you know, the dumb thing that you're embarrassed to like, you can, like... And it doesn't diminish the good parts of you. Yeah. That's it. That's a good misconception that we are now concepted. I have concepted that. Yeah, that's not correct. (laughs) None of what just happened was correct. I feel like my brain just rebooted trying to say that. My brain just feels heavy. (laughs) I think we should maybe like end this soon and go... Big thoughts, head empty. Get Aussie like we planned. Oh my god, I forgot that was the plan. Oh, that sounds so good. I, was, I couldn't tell from the look on your face if that was still like a good plan or if you're just like, ugh. No. Okay. Fresh fruit sounds good. The f- only fresh thing I've had today is this sip of water. <laughs> Girl, have you put anything into your body today? She came over, got my giant thing of animal crackers, and was just like, just Let's talk about what I ate them. today. One of those frosted cookies, the soft ones. Do you still have those? No, I got another box. Oh, okay. and they're already... I was like, girl, I would throw those out. <laughs> One of those, um, about 54 animal crackers. And, Provided by me. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank you, Kelly and Kelly's family. <laughs> and then um, this water. Okay, yeah, we need to go get some food in you. Okay, so before we go... Just so I can hit all my segments so oh, I okay. feel good about myself. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Real quick, rapid fire, and you can give a little bit of an explanation. Okay. If right now, if we were big enough somehow through a podcast, okay. and our publicist could get any person on earth to be on our podcast and just come Ooh. chill and hang out in this back room and like just vibe and talk, who would you pick? And I guess why. Okay, I have, like, a... I have a few, but I'll go through them really fast. I would say Emma Chamberlain, just because, like... I know she's, like, a year younger than me, but, like, I just really, like, vibe with her. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like we would, like, me, you, and her would get along. Like, I don't know if we would have a funny conversation, but we would definitely have a very deep conversation. Um, the girl, Madeline, from TikTok that she owns Tunnel Vision, oh, I love her so much. Queen. And I would love to have her on and just get some, like, advice from her. This she's, one's actually not a joke. Please come be no, on our we, podcast. We genuinely really want her. That's on really our not podcast. a joke. We that one's for real. <laughs> um, I think she's just she's so wise beyond her, beyond her years. I can't speak anymore. Um, she makes guys, me feel okay about going up. Yeah, the guys from the Hey Babe podcast just mostly because they make me laugh really hard, and their like banter and like the way that they speak with each other reminds me so much of us. They're just like an older male version of us. Uh huh. They're, if you guys don't know who they are, they're the Tupperware guys. Tupperware. Tupperware. And he's like... Say it again. Say it again. Tupperware. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. I listened to one of theirs this week and they were trying to like remember the Ten Commandments and I was just laughing so hard because it's just our energy. Um, Them and... I think that's it. Okay. Oh, Jack Black. We need to get him on. Oh, heck yeah. Well, next time I bump into him in the greater... Southern California area, I will let you know. Or if he's listening. Mr. Black, please come on. Mr. Black! <laughs> please. Wrong. Come on our podcast. Wrong. Wrong. This just sounded like Bernie Sanders, actually. I don't know why I said it like that. Bernie! We want Bernie on the pod. Oh my god. I just want to hug Bernie really badly. I think he could use it, and I just think he's such a cute old man. 
Who would you want on? Okay, yeah, yeah. So just, let's just glide past that comment. Um, yeah. I was gonna say I think it would be really funny for the two of us to interact via podcast with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> just ask him about his life. I would love advice from Matthew McConaughey. Again, yeah. not a joke. I would love life advice from Matthew McConaughey. I think that would be hilarious. My senior quote in high school is from Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah, him in um, Dazed and Confused. Yeah. It's actually a really good quote. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to say what it is, but, yeah, it's a good one. I just... I <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> look, just look up Dazed and Confused. Find the script, and you'll be, like, 30% right at correcting which one it was. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think us and Matthew McConaughey could be a real vibe. Yeah. I think we should edit all of his, like, Lincoln car commercials where it's really serious and, like, him driving into the sunset, like, with us in the backseat. <laughs> like, blasting best friends someone... by Sweetie and Doja Cat. Is, Is that my bestie in a Tessie? <laughs> <laughs> Me when Matthew McConaughey pulls up in his Lincoln? <laughs> Is that my bestie in a Tessie? Um, if someone wants to edit that for us, I will repost it and you'll get compensation you'll, yeah you'll get compensation it might be and, through stickers but <laughs> yeah and Whitney and I will zoom with you and blow you a kiss uh. okay well, not like that <laughs> that's creepy you did that earlier in contest <laughs> I'm gonna do that to someone over zoom, zoom what if you were hey, just like hey. oh what if, what if you were just, like, alone in an elevator with someone, and you just heard them go, like, make, like, kissy noises like that? Like, you're just standing there, and they're like... Okay, speaking of elevator, I'm watching okay. the Cecil Hotel documentary, and it's really good. Also, we've been by it so many times and didn't realize that we were by it. Okay, actually, this documentary is really helping me out, because I knew that it was creepy and that American Horror Story Hotel was based off it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know the extent to how bad it was, because I was fully planning on trying to stay a night there at some point. <laughs> no, but I started, I was like, can we stay there? And then they were talking about, like, how dangerous just this hotel, I think, used to be. I don't think it's quite as bad anymore. I did not realize, we have definitely walked around that, like, square block so many times, like, late at night, and, like, thought we were fine. Apparently, it used to be one of the most dangerous street corners, like, in the United States. Like, it was really, really bad until about, like, 2008. And then we're walking by with our iced coffees at 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah, no, it used to be really dangerous. I have a theory about it. We're going to talk about it at some point, because not right now, but, like, yeah, that story is insane. I want us to do a true crime podcast. We'll do one episode where it's a true crime. Because, here's the thing, you know, here's oh, a little want... teaser. I'm not going to explain this one. We'll explain it eventually. I, and not because she's dumb, because she's one of the smartest people I know, but I fully believe Kelly would have gotten into Ted Bundy's car. <laughs> I will explain later at the True Crime Podcast, but I swear to God, Whitney Kelly told- would get into his car. <laughs> See, Whitney told me this a while ago, and I was really mad, because I was like, Whitney, I am ten times smarter than doing that, and then her justification, I was like, actually, yeah. I feel like, yeah, Kelly totally would have done that. Do you so, think I would have, like, survived him, though? I feel like I would have figured out a way to survive him. Yeah, and also you're lucky in that every single one of your physical features is the exact opposite of what Ted Bundy was going for. And exactly what Harry Styles is going for. Hey, Not gonna get the Ted Bundys, but am I gonna get the Harry Styles? I mean, that's what you want, ideally. <laughs> I am the peak woman. <laughs> Plato's form of a woman. <laughs> Spectrum from Harry Styles to Ted Bundy, where are you? (laughs) I am definitely, like, a little bit over onto the Harry Styles spectrum, but, like, dangerously close to the Ted Bundy spectrum. Because you know I like weird guys. Follow us on our um, socials. Yeah, please Ooh, I also hated give that. us I a review. That. Shout out to Zoe, who said that we helped distract her from the meaningless, like, ex- meaninglessness of existence. Yeah, Zoe gave us a real deep review. But you know what? I appreciate it. Reviews help, yeah, believe it or not. So if you feel so inclined and you have access to Apple Podcasts, Leave us a review. You don't if even you have, have to say anything. Just click some, five stars. <laughs> if you have something bad to say about us, 
Just send it via carrier pigeon. Just internalize it deep down and don't ever let it come out. Yeah, ask yourself why you're such an angry person and then, like, work on that. Yeah, it's really on you, not us. Yeah, we're enjoyable. (laughs) You know what? That's a fantastic way to describe us. We just are enjoyable. We're enjoyable. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. We're gonna deal with our ghost. Uh, yeah, we're about to fight him. Yep, we are.